News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, we've been talking about it all morning on the show. A US tourist has been left with life changing in- injuries following an attack on Talbot Street on Wednesday night. And Jack Woolley, Irish Olympian, who also experienced an assault in Dublin city centre back in 2021, joins us now. Jack, I'm sure every time you hear about somebody getting attacked in the city centre, it brings back your own experience. Will you remind us what happened to you? Yeah, no, definitely it does. Um, it's hard to hear every single time just because I try to shut it out and like um, every time you hear it, it, it can't help but bring back the bad memories. But yeah, I was um, in town two weeks just after getting home from the Tokyo Olympics and um, just walking through town with some friends and um, it was a busy enough night and uh, just a group of eight eight or nine people walked through town and just started attacking people randomly. Um, unfortunately, um, this happened to me, but in a way I find it was quite lucky that I was one of the first ones who were assaulted because uh, the assaults actually got worse. There was uh, six or seven people who were assaulted all within the same 10 minutes of, of each other. Um, I was punched in the, punched in the face, which uh, caused uh, severe damage to my top lip, so... Um, I ended up having to get uh, reconstructive surgery on my top lip, but um, other people were were left hospitalised with stab wounds and fractured skulls and stuff like that. So it uh, it was a bit of a crazy time for me because it was kind of my first time out since COVID and yeah. didn't realise how tough things had gotten. And can I just ask you, I mean, Jack, you're just walking along minding your own business. How... I, I can't imagine how shocking it must be to be just making your way home or or, or, or going between two pubs or, or whatever, just wandering around, as I say, doing nothing. And then somebody comes over and punches you in the face. I mean, were, were you shocked? Yeah, it was a massive shock because we were, we were actually looking to get a taxi home. It's it's quite t- uh, difficult to get a taxi um, in the city centre nowadays. So we'd actually crossed over to the north side uh, to get the taxi back because it seems to be easier and you know, we were just walking along and heard a bit of commotion, didn't realise that it was going to be anything serious, turned around uh, and I just got one punch in the face, uh, completely split my top lip open. It was really shocking. Like, and I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, he does martial arts, but he hadn't, he defended himself. But honestly, in the in the time that it happened, like, yeah, in the moment, moments and literally looked down, covered in blood, one punch and I was it was a complete surprise. I had to walk off and do what was yeah. what I felt was the best uh, thing in the situation. Just and were there guards people. around? Because one of the things that people keep talking about is this, this lack of a guard or presence. And it is different to other cities. I know when I, I've travelled in, in Europe, you do see the police like out at night on streets, not just, just standing around, like supervising almost. And, and yeah. we don't really have that. No, um, well, unfortunately, there wasn't any walking around on the streets. Now, I have to count my blessings that there was uh, a guard of car driving past um, that somebody managed to flag down a couple of minutes after it happened. So I kind of got myself to a safe place, had a few people come over to see if I was OK. And they were able to stop one of the guard of cars and then the ambulance was called and everything. So um, I was lucky in that respect. But throughout the night, I hadn't really seen any protection from yeah. police or anything in the city centre and I do travel quite a lot like with my sport so like you said I, I would see it kind of around Europe and you would see that type of guard protection in the in the cities but um, now unfortunately I think that's something that could definitely be improved on. 
And and just Minister for Justice Helen McIntyre, she has said that there's going to be a tough response to this, what she's calling thuggery on our streets. Um, what do you think, as someone who's been a victim of a random street attack, what do you, what do you think should 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 happen? Uh, like Jack, it seems to me that these people actually believe that they can operate like this with impunity. They don't seem to fear getting caught. They don't seem to fear any kind of uh, reprisal for their behaviour. No, um, I don't think that they care. To be honest, um, even if they are caught, there's very uh, there's a very small chance of something actually happening to them either just because they could be under 18 and they think that they, they, that they won't get in trouble or the fact that things just kind of get left and forgotten about. Um, but hope, hopefully now that it's happened a few times that uh, things are taken a little bit more seriously, um, get a few more guards out there and uh, kind of up the security of the city centre. Yeah. Um, but also like just trying to... It'd be nice for something to be a little bit more... Uh, setting stone of the uh, reper- repercussions of what could actually uh, happen for these people doing it because I think it's all a bit up in the air and people think they can get away with it yeah. and you know it's, it's it's unfortunate And can I ask you a last question Jack does it put you off going out in town would it, would it, would it influence where you go at night? Oh definitely um, like I've only been out a couple of times since in the last two years It's it's crazy to think that's been two years but I would have liked to enjoy like coming home from competitions, going out, seeing friends. It was kind of a central meeting point for us, yeah. but I tend to stay away now if if I can. And thank you for speaking to us about all of that. That is Jack Woolley, their Irish Olympian, who himself was assaulted in Dublin City Centre in 2021. And sticking with this, we're joined now by Stephen Troy, who is the owner of Troy's Butchers on Moore Street and chairperson of the Dublin Business Alliance for Dublin One. Um, Stephen, I'm sure when you hear Jack there at the end saying that he uh, he thinks now twice before he goes to certain areas, including your own area, Moore Street, O'Connell Street, Talbot Street, that must be very hard for people trying to run a business in that part of the city. Uh, of course, all of these incidents are having a huge impact on the whole business community in the city centre, you know. It's um, it's very disheartening for shoppers to come into the city, you know, particularly with Moore Street. You know, Moore Street has a really bad management policy for a very long time and we're plagued with their election of the national monument at the hands of the state, you know. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's proven, you know, when these development plans within the council, you know, it's proven that their election you know, antisocial behaviour follows a poorly managed retail district and their election, you know, okay. and unfortunately that spreads into the surrounding areas. And Stephen, what, what would you like to see happen? Because we were talking about, you know, I was saying, and, and more out of anger than anything else, that I think that we should have a zero tolerance policy for this kind of thing. I don't think people should be allowed kick the head off somebody, uh, get hauled in maybe before the courts and be back out in the street the next day. I don't think that should happen. Um, what would you like to see happen? What do, what do, what do people who, who run businesses in the North Inner City want? Well, I'd fully agree with you. There should be a zero tolerance policy, but I also think, you know, there should be something to to prevent the antisocial behaviour. I think Dublin City Council really need to pull up their socks, you know. The state needs to pull in up, their, up their socks as well in relation to derelict buildings here on Moore Street, you know. But we have a new guard station on O'Connell Street and we are seeing guards up and down the street, you know, maybe once or twice a day. But I really think the streets that are notorious, you know, unfortunately, like Moore Street and like Talbot Street and O'Connell Street, you know, I think they need two full-time guards on each street. 
you yeah. know, to counteract the, the antisocial behaviour. Walking up twice a day and down the street twice a day just isn't sufficient. So you're saying you there know? should be a guard of presence, like we do see in Europe with people, with guards on the street next to like a, a, a car or whatever, just there all the time. So, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're misbehaving, if you're thinking about beating somebody up, maybe don't. Yeah, so their presence alone will, will deter the antisocial behaviour aspect on all these streets, you know. And it, it, a guard station on O'Connell Street isn't going a quarter unless there's actually a full-time guard of presence it's on these streets. It's not 24 hours either, though, which strikes me always as no, very strange. No, it's actually true business hours. It's always true to business hours, you know. And um, as I said, like, and later on in the evenings, in fairness, you know, but like in regards to the streets that I'm on, I can only comment on that street, you know. Yeah. We're gone by seven o'clock. You know, so I don't think it's a big ask, you know, like the impact on the businesses because of these incidents is huge, you know, and, you know, we're trying to keep staff. And I'm sure, and, and are you, exactly, are, are you worried? Because, you know, we're getting in on the text line, loads of people saying that they, they won't cross the Liffey. And, and those are people who, who might otherwise, if they believe themselves to be safe, and even if they are safe, to some extent, it's the perception. Be honest with you, I'm not a bit surprised at that. You know, um, as I said, Moor Street has been ne- neglected for a very long time. We've at the hands of a developer, at the hands of the council, and at the hands of the city. It's no surprise, and this is all after coming yeah. to a head now. And and these uh, incidents are happening. You know, to be honest with you, I've seen uh, Buckley's on Talbot Street closed, FX Buckley in Udalbutcher. They closed on Talbot Street because of antisocial behaviour issues. You know, I think the position most people are in, for me, I'm in a leasehold and I can't get out of it because okay. there's a personal so, guarantee on it. Yeah. You know, so nobody wants it because of the condition of the street in itself yeah. and nobody wants it because they could be purposely facing a development for 15 years, you know. Look, so it's terrible for the business owners, yeah, you know. I, I can only imagine. Thank you for speaking to us on all that this morning. That is Stephen Troy, their owner of Troy's Butchers on Moore Street and chairperson of the Dublin Business Alliance for Dublin One. Let us know what you think, guys. There's, there is an issue here and we're not tackling it. Something needs to change and we'd love to hear from you this morning on the show. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.